WKNC 88.1. If you've been following the local beat for a while, you'll know that uh, we haven't been doing the usual routine due to the fact that we broadcast baseball and other sports on WKNC pretty much constantly this time of year. Uh, So I'm very excited to have another session on HD2 again. Today I'm joined by uh, local legends art critic, two of the three members in the band. Gentlemen, if you'd like to introduce yourselves, that would be awesome. Hey, how's it going? I'm Frank. I play bass. I'm Charles. I play guitar. And who's your third member? Our third member is Parker, who had to work today, but he plays drums for us. And he does shred. He's also, uh, he's in another local project, right? I think he actually, uh, several. He's in a couple of them. He's done maybe five or ten bands in the past year or two. He's all over. We'll just have to come back and bring him so he can talk about the millions of things that he does uh, when he's not working at Sam Ash. That is not an advertisement. That is just where he is right now. Um, Yeah, so tell us a little bit, and by us, I mean the audience, tell me a little bit about Art Critic as a band. How long have y'all been together? Um, So yeah, we started playing together about like, probably like a year and a half ago. We only started doing shows like uh, probably late last year, Mm -hmm. so November, but we had been just kind of jamming around for for a while and how did the three of you come together as a full project it actually took a little while i've been jamming with charles on and off for like what maybe the past four years yeah met parker about a year or two ago we played together and chuck and parker were doing a you know some other project like juxt and roy yeah jam on their own with other folks and it was kind of like a gradual thing where like all of us needed a third member the trio just kind of happened naturally it just works yeah yeah we were already three duos so yeah, honestly, yeah, three together duos. at some point, yeah. It kind of makes sense just to kind of like congeal what's already there. Um, so what music do you think that you make? How would you describe it? I know that genre like isn't real. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. however best you can describe it would be helpful. See, we're kind of all over the place in terms of our influences. But when we jam together, I already like love that Charles and Parker are like kind of chameleons. You put them behind any project. They mm-hmm. just mesh flawlessly. I feel like a lot of what we do is kind of like... Uh, I'd say more jam oriented, yeah. which makes it easy to write instrumental stuff. And uh, say, Chuck, you probably have like the biggest jazz background. You like a lot of different stuff. Like everybody's all over the map musically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like what what we play usually ends up sounding kind of like kind of post rock, kind of math rock vibes. But I feel like, yeah, I definitely listen to. We all sort of have different diverse backgrounds of like what we listen to whether it's yep. like i guess that's or... a pretty easy segue then what kind of music do you listen to and do you have any artists that you can name off the top of your head as immediate inspirations i definitely say town portal where are they from denmark yeah i think they're like it's like denmark or something i'll have to write that one down yeah. i've never heard of that uh like town portal definitely like russian circles another good instrumental trio mm-hmm. um two inch astronaut was a big one oh, they're I, really good used, yeah, rest in peace to, to them it. yeah they yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, not a band anymore, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was your goal when you were putting the project together to be an instrumental band? No. I mean, I think we just sort of started playing and it kind of ended up it ended up that where way. Where it is, I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. kind of jammed with no expectations. It was just the three of us kind of vibing. Just three dudes vibing. Just three dudes like vibing. Like bedroom setup. Yeah, and, yeah like... Charles would bring some riffs to the table. We'd like make a whole seven minute song. And I'd say once we kind of got like things rolling, we wrote about six or seven songs within a couple months. And uh, nice. there's kind of work stopping us from uh, having shows and putting it all together. So by November, about four or five months ago, we played our first show and people offered us four more. We just kind of been on the map ever since. There you go. So what's your creative process like? I know you said it's just three, du- three dudes <laughs> vibing yeah. in a bedroom setting. But um, is there like a main songwriter... Pardon me. Is there like a main songwriter or uh, do you each kind of like contribute ideas that just kind of get pushed together? I'd say Charles probably writes a majority of it, like about 50 percent. He'll usually bring two or three parts to the table. Uh, Parker and I will kind of like try to form the rhythm section. Yeah. One of my favorite parts about playing bass in a trio is it's kind of hard to overplay. Yeah. You play more melodic yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, definitely we all just kind of like riff with one another. It kind of moves around until uh, usually it's Charles who will uh, put together a song form and will kind of flesh out what parts we like, what's too long. And yeah, yeah I'd say uh, at least most of my favorite songs are the ones Charles wrote, honestly. Nice. We'll bring a couple, like, two, three guitar riffs in the same key together. And, yeah, we kind of just jam. We'll play over it 20, 30 minutes, and it kind of happens on its own. And you had mentioned earlier, you said that uh, Charles has the most jazz experience. Oh, yeah. Um, is it safe to infer that you're each jazz musicians, just from, like, context clues there? I'd say according to Parker, him not at all. 
Him not at all. He has like a really big jam band uh, background, but he's the kind of drummer who can like just hear music and within a couple minutes just yeah, he's, be right in the pocket. Just has a good yeah. natural nice. rhythm, a tasteful feel for things. And uh, yeah. my parents are jazz musicians, and I did jazz band in high school, but I've only played a couple jazz gigs. I was never really like a formally trained jazz right. player. Right, I'm jazz is. A whole world of its own, honestly. It's its own beast. Yeah, it's a totally different language. And I'm sure you're well aware having jazz musician parents. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's completely different. Like, uh, someone can be a musician, but they're not a jazz musician. And a jazz musician is not just like a regular musician. Yeah, it's... trying to sit in with the jazz band is a totally different world. But the song forms, the real book. Uh, Truly. Yeah, just the style of playing melodically. It's kind of funky stuff. And, like, I do think Charles listens to the most jazz. Like, how long were you, like, studying jazz? I know you're kind of a pro jazz player, but you admit it or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I studied music at UNC Asheville and sort of, yeah, like jazz studies. So I did, I was in like a few music department jazz combos there. Right. Uh, other than that, I haven't really done like a lot of gigging with jazz. It's mostly been sort of rock-based stuff. Um, but yeah, I feel like definitely with, with the trio setting, like some of the biggest in- inspiration for me is like... Um, yeah, like jazz trios that can get so much mileage and just like fill out that sound, whether it's like uh, like Bill Evans' trio or like right. uh, Sonny Rollins, like those guys listening to them and just the way that like the chemistry they have and the music they can make together um, with just, yeah, three three people is just super, super What about awesome. jazz interests you most? Um, I know you kind of touched on that a little bit, just like the, the expansive sound that they're able to create, but like... What kind of like pushed you to get into that? Um, I what it what like the first kind of blue Miles Davis. I yeah, li- you listen to that album yeah. and then you're kind of hooked. Yeah, that's kind of like the gateway thing to it. Um, and then you start listening to other stuff and you're like, oh, this is this is actually this is really good. And then you can just go off in so many different directions and there's so much uh, to explore and yeah. So that that was kind of the starting point. That was kind of blue. And this may be completely unrelated, but uh, does your love of jazz have every have anything to do with the the title of your band, like your name, uh, which once again is Art Critic? Maybe I don't know. It was just kind of one <laughs> yeah. of those names that we came up with, and all of us like didn't hate. You know, we're like, oh, that could probably yeah, it yeah, works. Do you sure. have any uh, names that you're comfortable sharing that were like throwaways? Mm-hmm. No, we had a lot of those. <laughs> I don't want to share any of those. I mean, I always, no top secret. I changed yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just always think it's really funny when bands come in like with their name and they're I was like, what were you almost called? Yep. Like, what would this have been in an alternate universe? No, we, no, we didn't. We had a couple of names we not so seriously experimented with. That some of okay. them were taken yeah. and some of them just didn't seem like they like kind of translate well to the crowd. I yeah. Is there any other uh, art critic out there? I know you have to do like the band camp search and there's a... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that running joke of like there's the the Swedish metal band law like whatever band name you want there's some band in like Scandinavia that already has that name exactly yeah, yeah. but is there another art critic out there not that we know I don't there think might be so some smaller I think, ones but. I think that was another reason it's like oh I don't think anyone I don't think this yeah is good out branding there. I think in we pitched way, the name so. and looked at each other like how's that not yeah. taken yet yeah. no one's thought of art critic yet. <laughs> yeah it's like calling yourself the cars that's still a the cars <laughs> Is that still available? Was that an actual joke? Like, you know that there's a band called The Cars, right? There is a band called The Cars. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're missing out. I was you like, uh, cars, Candio? Great mm. album. That's like my <laughs> yeah. dad's favorite band. Okay. Uh, but speaking of great albums, why don't we go ahead and show off an art critic song? What is the first song that you'd like to go with? Riffinies? Yeah. Bre- Breakfast at Riffinies. We'll, Breakfast we'll at Riffinies. Throw that one out there. All right. And what's the title of the album? Uh, it's called Ingrid. Ingrid? All right, this is The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. We are going to be right back. Oh my God, it's techno music. WKNC After Hours. Really, 
Hey, this is Chad from Toro Ramar, and you're listening to WKNC. He's dumb. He's ugly. And he don't make me laugh. WKNC FM HD2 Rally. WKNC 88.1 FM HD2 Raleigh. You just got that full legal ID to let you know who you're listening to. But in particular, this is the local beat on WKNC featuring Art Critic. The last song you heard was Breakfast at Riffany's off of their uh, debut EP. Uh, What is that called again? It's called In Grid. In Grid. I thought you said Ingrid earlier. I'm pretty sure I said Ingrid. Yeah, it's a little of both. It's it's either one. Either one? Really? So that was intentional? Yeah. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Can I ask why the name Ingrid, technically? Um, so, I, there, there's a, a very loose theme of on the theme of like the art is based on kind of, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie Spellbound. Yeah, it's Ingrid uh, Bergman, I believe, is in that movie. Uh, the the picture on the album is like just like a. Something, a picture I took. One of the themes... You beat me to it. I was going to say, describe the album cover. Yeah, one of the themes in the movie is like fear of white parallel lines or something like Hmm. that. So it's kind of got a little bit of that going on. And then, uh, yeah, just just strange uh, themes, I guess, sort of tying... When did you take that picture? Um, It's like the day before, right? Yeah, it was probably a few... Sometime last year. Nice. Convenient. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and who recorded it? Uh, Ryan at uh, Crimson Moon Studios. Uh, how yeah. long did that process take? Uh, we went in and basically played through each of the songs maybe two or three times, I guess. Yeah. So maybe like uh, three-ish hours. I don't know. We just yeah. kind of blew through Just them. one and done? A, a few, just maybe about, a couple takes. A couple takes, little like redos. A couple takes for It sounds regional, good. But, uh, Thank you. But. So you were playing like as a group and individually mic'd, or was it like uh like playing to a click or something like that? Yeah, there was no click. We just played uh we, tracking live in the room. We tried, I think, like maybe playing to a click, and then we were like, ah, oh, this is not gonna, this yeah. is not gonna work true. out. <laughs> it works for some, but not others. And yeah. um, y'all do have a very like I hesitate to call it math rock because it's like not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like we said, genre isn't real. So yeah, yeah. close enough. Um, you do have a lot of like tempo changes and just like stylistic things that you're like literally riffing off one another. Yeah. Um, but speaking of riffs and circling back to the title of the song, y'all were telling me behind the scenes that you were joking about like um just the word riff for a while. So you've got riff in the song title and then also in the description of your band. How did those come to be? And what are they? Just let the audience know. Oh, I don't know. I think I think the working title of that first song on my computer was just like Riffman's Curse or something like that. But that's like now, uh, it's like your band camp description, right? Like yeah, uh, Papa Riffman's Curse. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was mostly just kind of joking around. But yeah. it's. <laughs> and now the song title is? Is now Breakfast at Riffany's. Breakfast yeah, at Riffany's. Frank, Frank came up with that one and that one sounded better. We liked yeah. that one. <laughs> so nice. We kind of jam a little bit. Charles would usually bring some riffs to the table. We have two or three things in the same key and often in a different key or a different... Uh, put them together. Yeah, time. Yeah. So it would string together pretty naturally. It just kind of came together organically. And the working titles would usually kind of evolve and become some kind of like... Yeah. Art critical or like, you're probably the first person to ask about the Ingrid Really? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> that was top secret. Ooh, I'm mm-hmm. glad that I uh, have uncovered it and now shared it with the world. Yeah. So. Spilled the tea, that's right. Honestly, spilled the tea. Um, shuffling back to Breakfast at Riffany's, that's a song that you play at every art critic show, or at least mm-hmm. everyone that yeah. I've been to, which is... Two or three at this point, I think. Yeah, now. you're a bit of a super fan. Yeah. I know. I truly mm-hmm. love Art Critic. Honestly, <laughs> I'm abusing my resources to bring you on the air. This is a conflict of interest. Just kidding. Do not call the FCC on WKNC. <laughs> I have no real or perceived gain from having this interview. <laughs> um, but uh, describe to me a little bit about what an art critic show goes like. Who have you or who have you played with in the past? Um, uh, do you have any particular like antics that you get up to, so on and so forth? So if someone had never heard of y'all or heard this interview and they showed up to a show, what would it be like? Uh, we don't we don't really have any antics. Uh, we we, we usually, don't really choreograph or anything. Yeah, we we usually play that song first because it usually like it's, it's a good one to like get us warmed up. Yeah, we hype can up the usually, crowd too. We mm-hmm. usually play that one like 
even like the best at practice and if we try to play another song it'll it will feel kind of cold or whatever yeah and that one just kind of gets us uh in the right sort of groove or whatever um sort of like sets the tone off well and then yeah it just feels like a good starting point for yeah. us yeah um do you play the whole ep every time do you have like new material that you've been working on usually but not always well i typically play uh, at least two of the songs from the ep Especially like uh, Charles said, Breakfast at Riffany's is a kind of us putting our best foot forward. It's the classic. Yeah, it's the most rehearsed. I feel like that song kind of encompasses our sound better than the others. Yeah. Like one of my favorite, can I say this word, is uh, Bastard Gases. Yeah, you can say that. Is uh, Yeah, that's actually a King of the Hill reference. We're all pretty big fans of uh, King of the Hill and Arlen Propane. I've seen so Gases. much of that show. It's timeless. <laughs> Honestly, it's definitely it is, timeless. It is timeless. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be the, uh, the friends of our age. I really oh, yeah. hope so, yeah. God, that would be hilarious, actually, if, like, you show your kids, like, 10, 15 years from now, like, this is the sitcom classic. Now, this is television. They don't make it like this anymore. They don't make it like this anymore. you got to tune in. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some songs Bobby. like that are a little, like, out of left field. They don't uh, really sound like our other stuff. But as far as a live show, we play some of the classics. We do have some new songs that are not recorded we've been experimenting with. Those are some of my favorites. Those are, again, some riffs, some guitar parts Charles wrote we played mm-hmm. with, but... Yeah, like live, it's the same as it always is, just three dudes vibing. Uh, <laughs> get on stage, I'd say Parker has the most dynamic presence because he can't not look like he's having a blast playing drums. Yeah. We're really good at not having facial expressions yeah, when we play. Bad. General rule in. of thumb, it's okay if guitarists or vocalists or bassists like don't have a face, but never trust someone who doesn't have a drumming face. Mm. Yeah, like, you can't. It's, it's yeah. genuinely impossible. So if you can hold yourself together like that, uh-uh. Something's wrong. Something's, Something's off, wrong. Yeah. Hesitant for sure. Like if you can hold yourself together while playing drums, what else are you hiding in your daily life? All I'm saying. Yeah. So Parker is a genuine human being. He's he goes nuts on the kit. Definitely yeah. not a sociopath. He's definitely, definitely not a sociopath. Heart as big as his bass drum. Aww. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say though, and I'm just gonna interject a little bit. Uh, and I think it can. You can kind of pick up on it from this interview, but like uh, particularly with three dudes vibing, y'all like to have a lot of fun. So I would say that an art yeah. critic show is a lot of fun. It's like uh, while y'all are a really tight band and definitely play what you've intended to do so and like meet that goal there, it's a pretty laid back environment. You know, like you always stick around and say hi to people and things like that. And um, this is not a dig whatsoever, but it is a local show. So like you do have the opportunity to like come up to everyone. Yeah. Um, but speaking of local faves, do you have any, uh, bands that you have played with in the past that you just like really enjoyed that show or any that you're like looking to set up in the future? Like what are your favorite show memories? I definitely say when we're looking for other bands to play with, it's usually, uh, one of us saying, have you heard this demo? Have you heard this band from Durham, from the Raleigh area? Like, this is really tight. Like, uh, name dropping, like, check out Megachrome. Have you heard this, like, baritone guitar drum sax trio? Yeah. All instrumental, very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you heard Green Isles? They're vocal, but they're another power trio. Cool sound local. Like, mm-hmm. there's usually bands that we really enjoy and want so a chance to So y'all just only play live. with trios, then, is what I'm getting. Well, pretty, uh, pretty kind much. of accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think one of my favorites, yeah, and that's one of my favorite things, is just, like, getting to know, like, other really good like people playing music um, around here and like getting to meet them. Like yeah. last show we played with, uh, I think it was like, it was Brutal Jr. and oh, Megachrome. And I, I, oh, that was I the, loved, uh, the EP uh, release show for Megachrome, yeah, right? Both right, of those yeah. guys yes. were, were awesome. And I just, yeah, that was, yeah. I really enjoyed I that I was one. definitely marked going on Facebook to that show, but it was my mom's birthday, so I was home in Charlotte. But I saw lots of like videos and things because um, the members of Vacant Company were there at the show. So it just looked really cool yeah, it honestly. was a really fun one yeah yeah uh which is honestly is a pretty seamless transition in my next question what kind of um for lack of a better phrase what kind of fan reactions have you gotten to your music i know a lot of bands are like we're on the local level it's weird to call our friends and family fans but like yeah. what has the audience reception been to your shows and your music in general uh I think a lot of people say that was kind of weird that was really tight was you want to play weird. a show with us like yeah yeah you sound like my side project you sound like my friend's band would you want to do a house show this and that like most of yeah. the people who like our music seem to be musicians or in the music scene i mean kind of that feedback loop. kind of ties back into that whole jazz thing that's right yeah, yeah. Mer- i was gonna say birds of a feather are musicians but it kind of you get the reference there yeah, birds of a yeah. feather it's kind of a whole community and i think a lot of people like us i think i'm yeah. glad people liked it i was scared we're making music we really liked to play. I wasn't sure if people would like it. 
there's just us doing stuff that was fun but like I said, a lot of people say this sounds like kind of fun music. Just dudes who like to have fun. Yeah, just three dudes vibing. Yet again. Um, I feel like the show was pretty yeah, laid back. And most people's reception to that was that sounded really tight. Yeah. Can you play that at my like backyard function? It's like, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Invite you- us to your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to do more barbecues. Actually. Yeah, pay pay them in burgers, honestly. Well, also pay them because they're hardworking musicians. Thank you. Um, side note, do y'all consider yourselves career musicians or is this more of a hobby? Or like, do you have a goal for being an art critic? As far as a goal, I think we just kind of like doing what we're doing. I know all of us would aspire to at least derive an income stream from music and be able to do right. it more than we're doing now. Because like most Never musicians have negative. their day job, yeah. yeah. Like I'd yeah. love to be able to play music full time, but uh, like I work on a farm. I've got like uh, some greenhouses I grow lettuce in and I love doing mm-hmm. that. But yeah, the more I get to play shows, the more I can like kind of, uh, you know, sustain myself being an artist, the better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Parker's expressed interest in being a touring musician. Like that's just what he loves to do. Y'all are kind of beating me to every punchline, honestly, because I was <laughs> going to say, what's coming up in the future? Like, do you have any plans or shows or projects that you're working on? Yeah, I mean, we're always, yeah, I think, you know, just whatever, as far as shows, whatever. Uh, whatever comes up. Whatever yeah. comes up. We definitely have talked about trying to do some more like out of town. Just yeah. at this point, we're just kind of just kind of playing it by ear and just playing as much as we can. Yeah. Speaking of out of town shows, I used to ask this question in every interview. I think it's been mm-hmm. a little while since I've asked people this. I'm pretty sure I asked this during the Juxton Roy interview, Charles. Um, but one way that I get artists to kind of like open up about their influences and their thoughts, you look scared, honestly. <laughs> I'm terrified. What's up? Uh, no, it was just going to be like if you could design a lineup with Art Critic on the bill what would your dream lineup be and kind of like see where people's head is at there? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are definitely bands that we do like local bands that we want to play with. Oh, come on, get creative. You can expand beyond local. Like, not like design your dream lineup. Every, yeah. Uh, ZZ top. Um, (laughs) He knew it immediately. ZZ top. And, uh, I don't know. They're they're a good trio. So Maybe again, Blondie. that's a good ZZ Top and Blondie. Yeah, I think we're gonna Pretty go with that. Lineup. Yeah, that's a good one. If only Parker was here to add a, a like a fourth band there. He'd throw in a jam band. He'd probably think? throw in yeah King Maybe Gizzard something or something ambient. like that. Maybe like a L ten eleven. Maybe a yeah L ten eleven. Blondie, ZZ Top, and Art Critic. I that's think definitely the, a mixed bill. Yeah, kind of what we dig. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, we just reach out to local bands we vibe with. Like we like your music. Let's play music together. Yeah. But Definitely creates a welcoming environment for sure. I could get any band on like a bill with us. I'd love to play with uh, Town Portal. You mentioned Again, that earlier, yeah. It's a band we all really vibe with. Another trio. They're from really far away. Denmark, you said. It's one of those things like Denmark. they do kind of what we do, just like better. So just it's a little better. bit uh, kind of like intimidating. Maybe we're maybe yeah. <laughs> we play first, but yeah. that would be a sick show. Oh, so they're like newer than y'all. I think they're pretty well established. Maybe they've been around a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I understand then. Well, let's take another air break and play another one of your songs. Which song are you going to play this time? Want to do bastard gases? Bastard gases, yeah. Bastard gases, and oh, my computer's locked me out. So we're gonna play a couple PSAs just so I have a second. This is WKNC eighty-eight point one. You're listening to Art Critic on the local beat, and we will be right back. Don't you just hate those days where you want to wear your favorite WKNC swag, but none of the colors match your colors? Well, those days are—they're gone because we have all the colored T-shirts now. We got aubergine, we got red, all the colors. So go to WKNC.org slash swag to get your color on.
WKNC 88.1. Super cute little shout out. That last PSA was recorded by uh, my program director, Henry Boyd. And honestly, he did a very good job. I liked hearing that. It yeah, sounded I, good. I like that. I like the that instrumental. Was, that was, that was a good, good job. I yeah. was going to say, y'all were dancing to that. And as an instrumental band, I feel like you've got a pretty good ear for what is good and is like not good for instrumentals. That was at least. good. Yes, we got so. good ears. Three thumbs up. Yeah. Two thumbs up. We're all good. This is as much as you got. Um, heavy hitting question. I was going to talk about this earlier, but I feel like now is the time. You are an mm-hmm. instrumental band, and I'm well aware of like several individuals reaching out and saying, like, can I do vocals for your band? What was the decision making process regarding like not having a vocalist or like despite people offering just being like, no? Yeah, I'd say chip in at any time, but uh, initially we were just kind of jamming and vibing. So if people wanted to sit in, Someone was just hanging out in the living room. We're like, you guys sound good. We'd be like, do you want to play a long solo over something? It was so like a cool. super casual yeah. thing. So when we were like kind of initially writing some songs, it was like, would we want to have a feature play like fiddle over this, have a sax nice. player do something over this? Like, would we want to branch out into quartet or guest feature territory? And it just never really happened. It always felt more yeah. natural yeah. as the power trio. The music we wrote was so like melodic and lyrical from the guitar itself. Yeah. I'd say maybe to a lesser degree the bass that just never really felt like we had to add another dimension to the trio. Definitely, yeah. don't mess with a good thing if you've got it. Yeah, sure. we're we don't we don't really know is the answer. Like we've often gone back and forth. Like, oh, do we want vocals? Do we not? Because like with some of these songs, like I've I've written like lyrics and I wrote yeah. like I you know tried to come up with vocals for it, and then you know I I think I tried singing in practice, and I was like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't know about this, y'all. Like I. You know, I like it, but like it's, I think, yeah, the our vibe is like just, yeah. I don't know if it would add anything. So we're we're still, it's still kind of up in the air. Do we want vocals? Do we not? Who yeah. knows? Like I being don't know. an instrumental band definitely sets you apart from the rest, though. Um, and like I think it's a testament towards your musicianship that you can like have an interested audience without vocals being there because there is like um, a degree of importance that like an engaging front person has and like y'all do not have a specific front person and you're still an engaging band. So it's a very cool experience, quite honestly. Yeah, I think we're still we're still kind of working on that because like all of us, like we're all pretty. uh, Yeah, we're not the most like talkative or like we're just kind of. So we're just vibing. Yeah, it's never really been. We've never (laughs) been the dynamic one in our separate project. So having kind of. I consider three pocket musicians who are usually just yeah. drawn into your instrument on stage. I hope it's interesting because that was, like I said, my initial fear. We're making music that comes naturally to us. It's always been a very natural, non-scripted kind of thing that everything came together with. So I was really hoping when we got on stage, people wouldn't be like, where's your singer? Why don't you move around? Yeah. You know, if you don't look comfortable. I'm glad people have enjoyed it because Just do like crab happened. core and start like squatting in your sets. I have had yeah. people comment that I stand particularly low, especially as a music. You do a have heavy. like a stance. Because I yeah. used to do a little that's grindcore a project. Yeah. And like, it seemed like the lower we tuned, the lower I'd stand. So it was like, yeah. That's, like, that's another, when I can tell Frank in practice is really getting into it. Like the lower yeah. he gets, that's when it starts sounding <laughs> really good and we're like in the zone. And I'm like, okay, all right, this is, Frank's into it now. He's real low. Frank's <laughs> into <doing> it. <laughs> I'll notice when we're like kind of speeding up a little bit and we're just all in the zone. I'll be looking back and forth. He's kind of pointing his headstock at me. And I'm like leaning Frank back towards the wall. Frank is doing squats. Like he's like, he's like, yeah. It's just a something about it. The more natural it feels, the more yeah. I take it down. They say, <laughs> they say in like social psychology, if you like orient your body towards a person, it's like you're like fixated or something. And you got to do that as musicians as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's that much easier when you don't have a vocalist because you're all just like looking at each other and like in tune, both literally in tune and like just sync. I hope we're in tune. I was yeah, going to say, I was say synchronized, yeah, but I almost said syncopated. So Synco- both? Both, yeah. You could be yeah, both, sure. yeah. Um, my brain just went out the window, you know, honestly. It's getting closer to the low end. I just feel the bass and I'm just dropping to the yeah. floor. Like, yeah. I like what I'm doing here. Just, can get more of that going on. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> now, off the air, we had been joking about, like, y'all been throwing around some ideas for, like, uh, antics, like, more engaging things. You want to, like, riff off some of those ideas? Uh, my favorite one that you had was the George Foreman grill. Uh, <laughs> so we, yeah. I mean, or just bon like appetit- cooking, yeah. doing some like mini cooking segments on stage, I think would be, it would take, take it to the next level. Bon Appetit videos are really big right now. And that interview yeah. series, um, 
hot ones from like first we feast or whatever. So yeah. you, you got to capitalize on that. If we could finish the song before it like burns, like whatever we put on the grill and just like time it right. And then yeah. as we finish, then take it off and it's ready to go. You could do that corny musician thing of like, now we've never tried this yeah. before. And then like you definitely have. And then we, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. We'll probably have to practice that. I mean, you guys are a very active band musically. I mean, you're talking like, just like your your body position indicates like how engaged you are with it. So like you might need like a little like eggy protein snack mid song yeah, or something. Yeah, some that would serve multiple purposes. That would serve multiple would purposes. Be, yeah, that's, but you definitely have to have someone feed it to you so you don't get like greasy fingers. Then you'd like slide true. and hit a wrong yeah. note. It would be bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe instead of like about, yeah. getting more musicians, we should just get like a band chef. Yes. So yes. Kind of hand yes. yes. You get tired during Bastard Gases. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a little bite of omelet or something. A little yeah, omelet bite. Just a bit. Never some hurt anyone. Some or something. Just like some deviled eggs. Or, yeah, just like nice little. Just, yeah. just a little something something. Yeah. It something keeps, snacky, yeah. keeps the audience engaged, keeps you active. It's a win-win for everyone except yes. for the chef who has to work. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he'll be part of the part of the band I yeah. think that counts does, like, does it count like I feel like it's between bass player and roadie in terms of being in the band you know what I mean yeah it would be bass player and a roadie <laughs> people think we're looking for a vocalist we're really just looking for a chef yeah but still below groupie stage, though right? no there maybe depends Me. on the groupie <laughs> sorry <laughs> but I, I will say we have like considered kind of like you were saying with the like you get a lot of musicians interested in music, becomes a kind of circle or a community. Yeah, a lot of people who do stuff like uh, cooking, uh, yeah. stand-up comedy. There's all sorts of different like artistic things that I think would go great in a live setting that get less attention than live music, particularly rock bands. Yeah, I think it would be great to have like a uh, two bands, have a comedian, you know, bring up the bands, do a set in between five minutes. Uh, like Charles was saying, have a chef with like a hot plate actually cook, auction yeah. off an omelet to the crowd hand feed us on stage. There's so many other creative things mm -hmm. you could build off with a rock show that I feel like haven't been tapped into. And it would really like, as you mentioned, like overlap those scenes. Like um, I would say that I'm very involved and invested in like local music or whatever, but mm -hmm. I have no idea like anything about local comedy or anything like that. I know that we have like comedic venues I think. There's a couple of venues and it's kind of hard to get your name on a list and you yeah. get a five minute set with 30 other local comedians, it's hard to stand out. There's not a lot of kind of outlets and Yeah, like what joke it. could you tell that would just like burn into someone's mind for the rest of the night? Yeah. Yeah. Like so when you have a battle of the bands, if you had 30 bands playing five minute sets, yeah. you'd never stand out. Think so. of it like a potluck, but for like different media outlets. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Like that. That's great. That would be really cool. Who needs a festival of like 30 bands when you can have like, or like Food Truck Friday, have a band playing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So much to be done there. I think we're on to something, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, yeah, like when you do a food truck rodeo, it's hard to taste 20 different foods. It's not Yeah, really... you get full. Yeah. Or like if you go see a four or five band bail, you're like, my feet hurt. I don't want to listen to this anymore. Yeah, my back is sore. I'm just thinking about going to work the next day, constantly stretching. I it's... mean, you see people come in, they listen to their friend's band, and then they leave. Like, what's their incentive to stay? Yeah, like that's kind of why you're playing a show together. Like, hear everybody. You pay yeah. a flat rate. Like, wouldn't you want to? Yeah, Here are all three bands. I mean, we're all guilty of it. It's just sure. we got to give the audience a little bit more incentive. It's got to be a frittata night for sure. That's good. That's a type yes. of egg, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like a thin omelet, right? A what? A frittata? A frittata? Kind of like a little kind of flip uh, it over. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Do we you need more local chefs? We're I not can't educated. cook. Yeah, this is the problem. I'm a bad woman. I can't cook. <laughs> not that that matters anymore, but I was gonna say we got to have a chef. We got to have some instructional stuff, like you said. Uh, yeah, honestly. Guest chef every show. Yes. I'd be super down for that. Because there's yeah. a lot of people in the food service and the bartending uh, industry who are into local music. And, like, I've got a friend, uh, I don't know if I can plug Ryan Day, but he makes all sorts of really good cocktails at work at Jose and Sons. Nice. They're fantastic. Not a lot of people have tried his little flavors, Dude, but Ryan, he did, like, yeah. a little sampling. Ryan can do comedy everything. and, uh, bar or, yeah, comedy and cocktails. cocktails. Yeah. Like, uh, dude, yeah. What a guy. Wow, what a guy. All I'm saying, I think he actually made a little drink called the Art Critic. Did you witness yeah, that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. It was like That's really cute. Percent. Oh, dude, it was good. You know, um, Charles, you'll be probably aware of this. There's kind of already an organization that does something like this. It's like the Oat City Hot Sauce. Yeah. I just said oh, yeah, Oat yeah. City Hot Sauce. I can't Oak even talk. City hot Oak sauce. City Hot Sauce, yeah. Oak City Hot Sauce, not yeah. Oat City Hot Sauce. 
Yeah, but no, yeah, that would be definitely something to reach out to them about. Just yeah, I know. Yeah, they did some stuff with Juxton, and I've seen. Yeah, I they that's really cool. They've been good about you know branching out and doing different sorts of stuff with yeah know, arts, musicians or whatever. And yeah, and it's super good. It's just the yeah. tip of the iceberg. Hot yeah, sauce yeah. one day. They're onto something for sure. Frittatas yeah. the next. Frittatas the next, and then yeah. you're gonna go on to like weird various like mayonnaise salads, like chicken salad, egg salad. Yeah, sure. Like just your homegrown lettuce, but with a bunch of mayo on it. That might be pretty good. Do yeah. like a little chicken salad with that little lettuce wrap. Very possibly. Like, I've seen people complain about how they have fifty band shirts, a hundred band shirts. Do pants? Do anything different? Like, lettuce. You could go to lettuce. a show. And lettuce. It's your, your local hot sauce, your local frittata, your local salad, local drink, like yeah. local butterhead from. It's like Farmer taking Frank the poorhouse's local band, local beer to like a whole new level. Make it a local farmers market. Farm yeah. Farmers market. Got your comedians. Just get everybody out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people are kind of focused on t-shirts and music. Like we got to get creative. Definitely. Ooh, my mental gears are turning, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> very slowly because I have like a pea brain and also it's a Sunday, so I'm tired. Yeah. But the gears, they're they're going. Just they're 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 rusty today. I mean you're well connected to the scene. You've had a lot of really good artists like I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of fun for me. It's exposure for them, so you know. <laughs> Not to get on my God, that was the grossest thing ever. I hate to like take credit for anything. Yucky. Not to flex, but uh, yeah. Not I to flex. Put them on no the map. big deal. But you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, one more thing about uh, Oak City Hot Sauce is uh, message Zach Goodman a little bit. Yeah. Hit him up about this is really good stuff, and the guy was nice enough to send me like a tiny sample of everything. Wow. It absolutely blew me away. Wow. Like ghost pepper sauce. There was a Tabasco. There's like a jerk chicken rub. Hmm. Like it was just really good stuff. So like, nice. yeah, I would definitely be interested in collaborating with just about any local musician, yeah. artist, artisan, like. Takeaway, the takeaway from this interview is that Art Critic is just three dudes vibing mm-hmm. forever and that they're willing to vibe with anyone else Pretty in much. any context. Pretty much, that Whatever is, you're yeah. Doing, we like yeah. what we like, like send it our way. If you're vibing, you're probably... I'm super going to expose Frank here, but off the air, he said, your vibe attracts your tribe. <laughs> Don't tell them that. It's too late. It's out in the world <laughs> now. out of the bottle. Honestly, fish is out of the barrel. The cat's out of the bag. The... Critic is not in the museum anymore. Not looking at art, but uh, <laughs> on these streets, retro barbecue. We're yeah, out here. we're vibing. <laughs> but just welcome, just tribe, come vibe with art critic. <laughs> uh, before this gets too derailed, let's play another song. How about that? Yeah, sure. We we're gonna do one. the same thing because the computer has locked me out yet again. So let's go find a PSA that's interesting, so I can have about thirty-ish seconds to do things. You know what? Yeah, Centennial Campus does stuff. Let's hear about Centennial Campus. This is WKNC 88.1. We are listening to the local beat. My computer isn't working for me. I love to filibuster. I'd be a great politician. Funny how things work like this. Nothing is working. You know what? We're just going to play a song that is an art critic then. This is WKNC 88.1. WKNC 88.1 uh, FM HD2 Raleigh, the home of the horse. The horse. The home of the horse. Weird fun fact that local band is Green Isles, and I truly should not be saying this on air, but whatever. If you go into their house, they've got one of those little like light up boards or whatever that you can like change the letters on. It says live from the horse room. I'm definitely going into their house. Now. You should do go it. into their house. Yeah. See you now. Uh, if I was truly evil, I would announce their address on there, but I, I will not do that. You could. If you wanted to. Max would break up with me. <laughs> the home of the horse. The home of the horse. You gotta, they're in their little, what is that? A, what do you put a horse in? A stall? Cage. Yeah, you put it in like a stable. A ca- you said a cage? I don't know. You, you put, put a horse in a cage. In? I'm not sure. We now know why the caged horse sings. Yeah, I got the horses in the cage. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. But you're listening to, uh, we're wrapping up uh, with Art Critic on Local Beat. Last but not least, they've got a show coming up this week that they desperately need to produce. Or er, Promote. See, I told you, my brain is melting. Thank you for- Saying. Honestly, thank you for picking up my uh, my mistake there, Frank. I have my moments. It's okay. You can just run the rest of the interview. So, All right, great. Frank Take it away. At you. All right, we got a show coming up on Thursday. This is us playing with Ponsetta at Ruby, and we got a Blue Rec headlining. Super excited for this show, so come on down to Ruby. That is now a venue. 
Yeah. Cool venue. We've played one show there. I was surprised. Like Ruby Deluxe has yeah, it's been fun. at a venue. I really, yeah, I like. Yeah, I like been that to, like, place. Maybe one or two shows in the past month or two, but like it's always they a really good, flip over from like vibes. bar to like yeah. oh, big venue. Pretty oh, fast. they're they're wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also do like DJ nights and things like that. Lots of cool stuff. They've got a patio at that venue, mm. so they do like cookouts and like outdoor shows during the summer. Invite us to your yeah. cookout. Invite invite us to your cookout. Make it happen. Honestly, that's been the whole theme of this this interview. Just Could give not. Art Critic more opportunities. We're not really sure. trying to plug anything except free pulled pork. Just make that happen. Yeah. Free can. pulled pork. We'll play for pork. We'll yeah, definitely check yes, us out absolutely. at Ruby. Very cool venue. Very cool spot. We got some music and some uh, bands we haven't played with before. What so. time does the show start? Nine. I think nine. Are at eight shows at nine. And yeah. sadly, it is a twenty-one plus establishment. But you know what? One of these days, you'll be able to catch Art Critic somewhere else. So you can just you know follow them on Instagram at artcritic underscore nc, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah? It. that's probably that's right. It. Yeah, you probably my, know it better than we do. Yeah, my brain it. isn't that melted. No, so. you, you got it. Yeah, yeah. So you can connect with them there to keep up with more of their stuff. Uh, do you all have any other social media? Uh, I mean, we're on Facebook. I don't know if we do it. Probably ton. just search them at Art yeah. Critic. We're yeah. on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Bandcamp. If you want to check our stuff out. Yeah, yeah that last, uh, we played all three songs off of their album, In Slash Grid, all capitals. Uh, Art Critic is two separate words. The songs were, once again, Breakfast at Riffany's, Bastard Gases, and then In Grid, which is the title of the album. Um, gentlemen, thank you for being here today and talking about who you are and your upcoming show, obviously. Yeah, much, thanks for Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to do it again and bring Parker back because he yeah. has so much to add. Oh, yeah. We oh yeah, get Parker card. in here. He's, he's the real wild card for sure. Yeah, wild card yeah. in the pocket. This has been WKNC's the local beat on HD two. But if you're listening online, it's also on HD one because once again we're playing sports today. So little added benefit. This will be coming out as a podcast. So if you really liked it, uh, you can listen to it again and again and again. Once again, WKNC eighty eight point one.